Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Who is January Jones? She is not a young, beautiful, and talented actress on Mad Men. She is not an older, gorgeous, exotic dancer from the Johnny Carson Show. She is an author, and she wrote, Thou Shall Not Wine, the 11th Commandment, that reached number one at Amazon.com. She is a success coach, spokeswoman, and fundraiser with Successimo.com, a free social networking informational and inspirational website. She is a reality TV golf personality with World High Stakes Golf televised on HDNet. She is a humorist and a winologist expert. She is your host today on January Jones sharing Successimo stories. So sit back and relax and get ready to laugh and listen to Ms. Jones and her eclectic roster of guests on Blog Talk Radio as you learn while you earn. These stories plus sharing equal Successimo.com. Welcome and remember, beware because you're entering the no-whining world of January Jones. Now let me ask you a question. Have you ever had money problems? (laughs) Well, who hasn't had money problems, especially in this kind of an economy? Now tell me, would you like to learn how to thrive in five? Uh, I'm talking about how to thrive in five minutes. Tell me, have you ever wanted to take charge of your finances? Can you imagine getting quick, easy financial tips every Thursday? Tell me. Tell me now, do you know how to get out of debt? When was the last time you heard some good financial advice that would help yourself and teenagers too? Or better yet, would you like to meet someone now who has some of the answers that you've been looking for? Are you ready to learn while you earn? If you can answer yes or maybe to any of these questions, then you are in the right place. And I would like to welcome you to January Jones Sharing Successful Stories. Today I will be introducing you to my guest who is a success coach extraordinaire. She provides us with wonderful, informative, and inspirational financial lessons. Before I introduce her, I'd love to invite you to call in. The call-in number is 818-431-8506. That's 818-431-8506 with any questions that you have. Now let me tell you a little bit about our guest today. She is an award-winning author and nationally acclaimed speaker. She worked for many years as a mortgage broker and helped hundreds of clients with all types of credit situations and mortgage needs. Her many years of experience in the banking and mortgage industry combined with her ability to share her expertise in a friendly yet professional manner, make her a sought-after speaker 
with the ability to make financial information easy to understand. Her books, Thrive in Five, Take Charge of Your Finances in Five Minutes a Day, and her other book, Cash, Credit, and Your Finances, The Teen Years, break down the key personal financial issues in an easy-to-understand manner, help people make informed choices. She is the author of Quick Tips, an online e-zine and the Norwalk Hour business column, Jill Foster's Thursday Tips. Both her e-zine and column are designed to educate people on personal finance. I am pleased to welcome to our show today Jill Russo Foster. Hello, Jill. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's wonderful. I've been looking forward to uh, having you on the show. We have a connection through our association with Quantum Leap Radio TV Interview Report. And um, I want you to tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, Tell us how you got into some financial difficulties when you were younger, like most of us. (laughs) Yeah. um, What ended up happening to me, like so many others out there, um, I didn't learn about finances in you know, junior high, high school, got mm-hmm. into college. Um, I was a little different than others where I wasn't flooded with credit cards right away. Um, uh-huh. My mother had passed away, and I was left an inheritance when I was 20 years old. Not a lot of money, but enough to get a 20-year-old in trouble. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> yes. So I was able to go to college without student loans, which was exceptional, but there was extra money, and I found ways to spend it. I was really good at spending it. But when the money ran out, I didn't stop the spending. And that's when I got in the credit card trap that so many young kids get in today because, you know, you swipe a card. It's not the green money coming out of your hand. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I can pay for that when the bill comes. And then you mm-hmm. swipe something out. And you get money amnesia because you're like, I charged that much last month. Oh. <laughs> I don't have that kind of money to pay it off. Right. And the short version is that at my high point, I maxed out 27 credit cards. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still living in here to talk to you about it. So. <laughs> That should prove to people that it's never a hopeless situation, and I did not declare bankruptcy to get out of it. Why? Well, when I came out of college, I began my career in banking. And Mm -hmm. like so many careers today, not as many back then, my credit played an important role in my career. And if I had filed bankruptcy with Mm -hmm. my career, I would have lost my job and my income. Mm. Tell me, how long does it take one uh, to get out of debt when you've maxed out 27 credit cards? <laughs> Almost 10 years. Oh, okay. Um, it's not as long as you would think, but I, you know, changed my lifestyle around. Mm-hmm. Um, really looked at my finances, cut out a substantial amount of spending. Mhm, mhm. You know, and honestly, part of that time I had three jobs. Oh, three jobs. Yeah. 
well, I needed to pay the debt back, and I didn't want to be paying it when I was planning on retiring in my 60s. <laughs> so it meant, you know, having the full-time bank job, working. I literally worked in retail in the evenings mm-hmm. and worked um, for a, I don't even know what you want to call it, an exhibition company on the weekends at different hotels. Okay. okay. So, so you work seven days a week. I wouldn't say for all ten years I work seven days, but definitely most of it six and some seven. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, that's what one has to do to turn this around. Now, when you're talking to, I know my kids all got into credit cards when they went to college. It's like they pass them out like they're candy. What advice do you give uh, college students now when you're talking to them? I think that they have to understand that plastic is money because Mm -hmm. they don't necessarily see it. They see their parents and everybody swipe a card, you know, you get a new dress. Swipe a card, money comes out of the ATM, but they don't see mom and pop paying the bill when it comes in. So I think there's a disconnect there. Mm -hmm. And I think even before college, you really need to talk to them about living within your means and what you charge. It's great as long as you know you can afford to it. Um, Many kids use a credit card as an ATM. You know, a bunch Mm -hmm. of people bought dinner, one person charges it, and they collect the cash. But they're not collecting the cash to make the payment. They're collecting the cash to do whatever they're doing tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And uh, that's... You see so meta, so much of that happening. Um, now, when you're speaking, do you speak at colleges, or how do you reach this market that you can get your word out to them? I'm doing more on the high school level to hopefully oh. preempt it. I don't want them to make the mistakes that I did. Mm-hmm. And you can survive it. I have done that, but it would be much better off if you avoided it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you certainly are. You certainly are the voice of experience, and uh, it's something that we need to talk about because the economic things that are happening in this country are very, very distressful to everyone, and it's a different world, isn't it? It is, and most people think they're on an island, that they're totally alone because the neighbor has this, the other family has this, and it's not that you're alone. There are so many people out of work, underemployed, living mm-hmm. over their means that, you know, you could become your own group. Yeah. yeah. Now, when you decided to um, write your first book, tell me the, about the writing process. I, your, your title, Thrive and Five, is fantastic. It's a great title. Uh, as a killer title. I'm sure Steve Harrison told you that, too. Um, how long did it take you to write your book? And tell us a little bit about the process you went through. Um, writing does not take me long. It's the research part for me that's there. So when I actually sit down to write, that's the easy part. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I know this is a computer age, and I hesitate to say this on on talk radio, I still do a lot of things on paper. <laughs> you know, and, I do too. Thrive and Five came about where many of my 
high schools were saying, well, what are you doing for adults? And I tell someone that that's a great tip. That's a great tip. So I started taking index cards and writing all the tips I knew about them. Okay. And then I ended up with facts. And then it's kind of what I call floor organizing. I spread all the tips out. Mm-hmm. And I had, I don't know, quite a few tips. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to group them by category. Okay. And then I was like, I don't know what format I want this book to be in. For all adults, there's never enough time to do anything. You know, we're always doing 12 things at once, and the only thing that gets cut out of our lives is our sleep. (laughs) So I know that people don't have time to read because, I mean, I love to read, but I don't do as much as I want. And Uh we're listening to audiobooks and things like that while we drive, and I'm like, I just want something quick that they can read that way. So we decided that it was going to be, you know, the 12 months of the year for 12 chapters. Oh, and perfect. And each month would have a theme. Uh-huh. So we shuffled index cards for a while. And, uh-huh. you know, I, so then we were in the bulletin board stage with the 12 <laughs> columns with the index cards galore. And once I had them shuffled to where I was comfortable then the writing was easy because I literally pulled an index card, wrote a tip, pulled an index card, wrote a tip. And then I looked at it and said, you know, let's be honest, nobody's going to do 365 tips. We all have days where you just can't pick up the book. So each month includes catch-up days. Oh, oh, perfect, perfect. So when you get behind, you know, it's not the end of the world. Right, right. This sounds like a fantastic outline to help people who are working on books and trying to figure out uh, how to get going. Right now, Jill, we're going to hear from my sponsor. And when we come back, I want you to share with my listeners your information on how they can contact you and where they can buy your books. We'll be right back with Jill Russo-Foster. When you think that something is too good to be true, could you ever be wrong? The answer is yes, 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 when it comes to Successimo.com, because you will earn while you learn, and it will be free, free, free. Successimo.com is a social networking site that will change the way you learn and earn money while you work on your computer at home. This free website provides continuous learning opportunities while rewarding you for taking lessons and inviting others to join with you receiving inspirational information. You'll receive points that can be redeemed for merchandise or cash. Just what does free mean to users at Successimo.com? It means that there are no fees, no donations, no pledges. You will never need cash, checks, or credit cards. All revenues are generated from advertisers at the website, just like Facebook and Twitter. This too-good-to-be-true social networking site is the newest paradigm on the Internet for home-based business and nonprofit organizations. Do you hate asking people for money? We all do. And the good news is that Successimo is a fundraiser for nonprofits that does not require money. It just requires small amounts of your time or your organization's time to raise funds. When you do lesson activities, you'll receive points that can be redeemed for merchandise or cash. When you think of Successimo.com, you need to think, learn while you earn. And always remember that passion plus purpose equals prosperity. 
Successimo.com is not only too good to be true, it is unbelievably innovative, and there are no downsides since no money is ever required. Successimo.com is the right website for now because it is the first one ever to pay people to participate. No one else does this. So sign up now and stop whining, start winning, and start being Successimo. Successimo.com is not only beyond priceless, it's a fantastic way to pay it forward. Welcome back. This is January Jones with my wonderful guest, Jill Russo Foster, sharing her success stories. Jill, could you tell us uh, your website information and how we can get your books? Certainly. Um, website's easy. It's my name, Jill Russo Foster. Dot com. I mean, depending on where you are, it is locally available here. And when I say local, I'm in Connecticut in several independent bookstores. But for your listeners, it's on Amazon.com. You can buy it through my website. Some Barnes & Nobles carry it in the store, but BarnesandNoble.com mm-hmm. pretty much the easiest way for someone to get them. Oh, okay. Well, wonderful. Is, it, uh, is your book on Kindle yet? Uh, it's not on Kindle, but it's on the iVersion. Um, I guess iTunes. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. And your website's fantastic. It's www.jillrusso, R-U-S-S-O, foster.com, and I recommend it highly. Now, tell us uh, how it was when you started after going through all this credit. I mean, I'm going to change the title on the show to How to Survive Credit Card Debt because that's an amazing story, uh, maxing out 27 cards. Uh, that's uh, I've never heard anything that amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually the when the people's jaws hit the floor when I talk in person. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's an attention getter for sure. Now tell us what happened next when you started your own uh, mortgage company and uh, started your own business. How old were you and how long did it take you to do that? Well, I was already in business before my mortgage company, so I switched over. Uh Uh-huh. Honestly, I didn't put a lot of thought in it. In hindsight, that was totally wrong. Um, <laughs> Good. Yeah, I yeah, love this. Hindsight's when, wonderful. Yeah, I love this. Is what I want my um, guests to share with my listeners. We don't want to hear all the success. We want to hear the things that you've learned and the things that the advice you can give so that others don't make the same mistakes. So share with us that advice. We need a lot more time than one radio show with all the mistakes <laughs> I've made. But the condensed version, I, you know, I had a number of clients um, that I was working with in my first business, not in mm-hmm. the mortgage field. But the company I was working for at that point got closed by the state. Oh. Um, and I believe that was a Thursday, and I was fairly open in business by Monday because I had clients to deal with lots of mistakes. I mean, pretty much a friend of mine that was also there, we rented space together because we had been burned by this company. We had separate companies, but we rented space together because we had a weekend to put a company together. 
Yeah. I think I bought the fax and he bought the copier because we were trying to be cost conservative because <laughs> there was no planning, no savings, no nothing, but we needed to have the door open. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, are um, you... Are you still partners? No, we were not partners ever. We were separate businesses just sharing the same space. Okay, okay. Um, no, um, I haven't had partners in business. Not too good at that. I'm pretty much a dictator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, at least you know it and you can admit it. That's the good news. <laughs> yeah. I like things my way doesn't mean I won't listen to your way and consider it and take it into consideration, but I'm very good at taking action. I'll do my research, make a decision, and move. I'm not the type of person that considers something forever. Okay, now things that didn't do me well in corporate. Now, looking back on it, what advice do you have for other women or men or anyone who's thinking about starting their own business in today's economy, what would you do differently? I would have them plan. I mean, and I'm not talking that you need the formal business plan. Uh Some kind of idea of where you are and where you want to go, more of a road map. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If it's the type of business that you can start and do nights, you know, weekends, while you still have an income coming in, to build the self-employment benefit, okay. you know, income. Okay. In this economy, it's difficult. I also, you know, with a lot of hindsight, I would encourage people never to give up their health insurance benefits. Those have mm. got to be secured somehow because mm-hmm. they become extremely expensive self-employed. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's um, so a lot good. of planning. But, you know, and those are things you have to consider more than, will my product or service sell? How am I going to pay the mortgage? How am I going to pay health insurance? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Knowing your budget, because even if you streamline it down, I have to bring in X to afford to live. Mm -hmm. And my Mm -hmm. savings will only allow me to live how many months? Mm -hmm. Because once you get your business going in income, there are some companies that are phenomenal out there that will let you work flex time. I know people who are working four really long days to get their 40 hours in to keep their benefits and then uh-huh. three other days on their own and making it work. Mm-hmm. So this, it's not one or the other anymore. It's kind of a hybrid. Mm-hmm. And then there yeah. comes a point where it becomes, you know, self-employment. Yeah. But not everybody hits the ground running, turns a profit in year one. No, no. You yeah. and I are both authors. Just when mm-hmm. we published the first book, we didn't hit the New York Times bestseller list the next day. No, no, it takes a while. Right. And, I, you know, I don't know about you, but I was like, okay, so if you have a book, you have more credibility. And I honestly thought the writing and putting it together was the hard part. For me, the marketing of it is much harder than putting the book together. I know. Isn't that an amazing thing? Because most people uh, who become writers, it's this this revelation because you're so proud of all the work you've done. You've gotten the book. It's like a, a it's like your baby, 
and you put it out there, and oh my gosh, that's when the real work begins. And that is such a shock to most people, isn't it? It is, because we all have family that will support us, but they're not enough to make you make a living off a book. (laughs) I know. I know. Well, that's one of the wonderful things about uh, the radio TV interview report program is it kind of uh, immerses you in the project. And you talked about doing a road map. Well, you know, they always have a treasure map and planning things out and getting your budget. There are so many things that uh, it takes to be successful in today's world. Um, I think that uh, now you write a biweekly newsletter. Uh, does that is that a, something you suggest people do so that they blog, so that they get exposure? I think you have to do all of that. Um, you know, none of us are the next person on American Idol that gets promoted everywhere. Yeah. So we have to do things that keep your name out there in the forefront, and that's newsletters, it's blogs, it's press releases, making appearances, you know, anything that you can think of. I mean, you some things that have worked for me, some things that haven't, but I've been open to trying all of them. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's like a, a whole brave new world. We're all out there doing things that we've uh, never done before. But I think it's also a very exciting time with all the uh, ability to self-publish. Uh, what's your thoughts on the ebook uh, revolution and uh, marketing yourself in those uh, ways? I like it, but I'm. So a little old-fashioned. I still uh-huh. do buy books and read them. I mean, <laughs> this is summer. Um, when I get free time, one of my favorite things to do is take a book to the beach. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure that I would take my e-reader there to be in the <laughs> sand and salt water. That's possible. <laughs> Well, you know, we're all trying different things. And, you know, Jill, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing uh, how to survive credit card debt. I mean, if you ever want to talk to a survivor, this is your girl. Uh, What an amazing story you've shared. And thank you so much for visiting with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been my pleasure. Oh, wonderful. And I hope you can come back again and keep us posted in what you're doing. I would love to. Okay. For my listeners, I want you to know that the show is live at 12 noon Eastern Daylight Time. My guest for tomorrow is an also financial expert, Dr. Joan, Joni Carley, and she talks about why greedy jerks fail. <laughs> and she's also <laughs> going to share with us seven steps to the top, which I can't wait to hear about. Uh, I look forward to presenting her, and she will amaze, amuse, and astonish you. You know, all my shows are at 12 noon live, but be sure to catch all of these interviews with constant streaming at blogtalkradio.com 24-7. I'm thrilled to have my guest on the show today, and I'm looking forward to having Joni. If you've enjoyed the show, please click the Follow tab under my picture and become a regular listener by registering with blogtalkradio.com. 
If you're interested in checking out my sponsor, SuccessMo.com's program, just go to their website, www.SuccessMo.com. You can look it over and sign on without any financial obligations whatsoever. My sponsor email is JanuaryJonesInfo at gmail.com. I would love to mentor you and help you get started so you too can learn, earn, and return as you play it upward. You know, Successimo is an amazing opportunity to help out any nonprofits or charities that you work with. You can actually help them raise funds without asking for money. Yes, you heard me right. It's a brilliant plan that is easy to implement anytime, anywhere. So for now, I want my dear listeners to stop whining. I want you to start smiling and start sharing Successimo with everyone you know. And if that doesn't work, then start eating chocolate, lots and lots (laughs) of chocolate. Again, thank you to my guest today, Jill Russo-Foster. This is January Jones thanking all of you for joining me on my journey and reminding you to take care and stay safe. We want to thank you for listening to January Jones sharing Successimo stories. Always remember Ms. Jones' personal mantra, if you think it, you can do it. That's what all of our success coaches have done with their lives, and so can you. You are the ultimate success coach in your own life. All you need to do will be to start sharing your own Successimo story with your family and friends. We hope that our stories will encourage you to explore an equation in the future that will combine your creativity plus connecting with others and that will equate to creating cash for your future. Your passion plus your purpose will equal prosperity as you learn while you earn with us and January Jones sharing Successimo stories.